you see every single one of these creatures is sort of stunned for a moment. And as Alistair, you can see now, your town guard who have been well-trained, they've been pretty well and truly yep. overwhelmed. They're no longer fighting. They're trying to escape and get other people out. Uh, when there is this moment, this split second of reprieve, they take that opportunity to disengage from the fights yep. as much as possible. They're trying to rush people to the front gates and out. Cool. Um, some, well, that's actually not true. Some of them are rushing for the front gate and out. Some of them are rushing for, for the manor any. at the top of the hill. Yep. Because that's where the fire isn't yet. Yep. Um, so they're kind of split. Okay, so Alistair's going to call out to anyone who can hear him, um, just basically like, don't, like, get out. Yeah. Don't go for the, don't go for the house. Just leave. Yeah. You're rushing past. As you um, rush, you can see familiar faces rushing the other way. You are kind of, you're looking for your dad. You're looking for Sky. You're also looking for Bernie. Bernie was in charge of the troops and you don't know where he is. You haven't seen him yet. Um, you're kind of seeing familiar faces pass you by, but you see none of these. All right. I'm going to scoop up for anything I can use as a shield because if they've got this like venom stuff, I don't want that on my skin. So like I'm you can find you can find the um the the lid of a barrel of like yep. a, a a timber barrel yeah uh, that you kind of scoop up. All right. I scoop that up. I'm going to throw my dagger and I want to I want to head off the people who didn't hear me and get them to turn around and go back out of the way. So I'm going to throw it kind of out of the fight, like over yep. towards um the the hill teleport up turn around on everyone and be like get back Ravenholm is is lost we're about to be overrun you have to get out now head for the Hon Caves move yeah you can see them you can see people turning and, yeah. and moving down but there's still more you suspect that there's some sheltering in your home yep. at the very top as that's Alistair, kind of the most easily defended we'll go for his house that's when you hear thinking, that's where my dad and my daughter are probably and so. that's when you hear the click and the whip of a crossbow bolt flying past you and into one of these things that is like crawling up a wall onto a roof and as it reaches the roof the roof just combusts in fire and it falls inside and you hear people uh, scream as someone rushes out the door um, all right i guess you, you go to you, that you, house you hear then the get everyone out you hear the crossbow the crossbow bolt as three bolts land in this thing in the face um and it kind of crumples and crushes to the ground so you can also tell that from that direction whoever is firing most likely bernie is um at raven home itself yep. your house at yep. the top of the hill okay um well does everyone get out of that building yeah they're rushing down and right. at, at this point from a building a building next to you um it might be dramatic to say it explodes but one wall uh, is obliterated as Puck just hurls one of these dragons through the wall. The thing tumbles and starts trying to run, and she grabs it. She's uh, the tattoo's turned from the warhammer into like a gauntlet glove. She grabs it by the tail, pulls it back, and swings its head into one of the like the beams of this house. And you just hear a She'll sickening crack. Uh, Puck is fully on a rampage. Yep. Yeah, she'll be fine. Uh, yeah, he he runs for the Stern family home for the for the last time, I assume. Quite possibly, yes. Yep. I'm just imagining down in that kind of clearing now, uh, it's just kind of like uh, like moving the uh, like clicking the revolver again, shooting it off in a different direction as Sherman is like laying down fire around him, and, he's, and the camera's kind of like spinning around as Randy's just going through building to building in the distance as we're spinning around Earth, and I was just oh Black Betty, Oh, like bang, bang. Yeah, that's like ready with a shotgun. Oh, like bang, bang, bang. 
Perfect. Thank you, Randy. Yes. <laughs> if this had a soundtrack, that's if we had the money for it. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. It's it, that's exactly it. Uh, cool. Yeah. Alistair's running for the house. Um, Alistair, you are running up the same trail that you have walked or ran or sometimes since he was born shuffled yeah. yeah since you were born and you have run it as a child playing you have walked it as a teenager in the dead of night sneaking home from parties uh you have walked it as an adult trying to figure out how you're going to keep this this tiny town alive and you have walked it with your daughter as she's learned mm. to walk you now run it as it burns you sprint up these steps in the garden path. You vault over the hedge uh, that was for a long time so very well tended. Um, and you can see... You hear a Scottish accent kind of emanate from it. <laughs> for a long time ago. Um, you And I will say uh, that you glimpse for a moment. You see uh, fire catching at the, the carport in which you're... Yeah. Um, sees the the civic, yeah. Your, as, as like its tire explodes. Yeah, you can see that its paint is beginning to bubble. Um, yep, the fire has reached almost all the way up. You can see that while you have got here fast, um, it seems like where these creatures have on mass descended from the west, they've kind of hit the wall. Some of them have gone through. Some of them have gone up north mm -hmm. around the wall to come up here. Yep. Um, as they are basically just sweeping from left to right across Ravenholm. Okay. Um, the Stern family residence uh, itself is as yet untouched, mm -hmm. but you can see faces peeking through the windows. You can see that there's quite a few people up here, and you can see from one of the top windows um, with one leg out the window, bracing himself on the roof, you can see um, the hunched figure of... Uh, Bernie taking shots down into the um, these creatures that royal beneath that are following you up at this point. Yeah, he hasn't looked behind him yet. Yeah, Bernie, yep, get him out now, everyone. Uh, you see one more shot fly past you, uh, and then Bernie rolls back through the window, and you can hear yelled orders, and you can hear people panicking and commotion and calling. You can hear glass breaking um, as things are moved and pushed around. You can see people who are trying to carry things out. They're trying to like carry possessions and all sorts of things with them as they go. Yep. Uh, um, yeah, Alistair, everyone he passes, drop it. Just run. You're just, Don't take you're just knocking things you. out of people's yeah. <laughs> hands. Um, the problem is that you are sending them straight into the oncoming yeah. horde of these things that are coming up the hill. There is no way all right, out So, yet. I'm going to uh... So, Stern Family Residence is at the top of the hill. Yeah. So, it's probably pretty close to the outside wall on the north, right? So, I'm going to use one of my equipment slots because I still have two available. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and I'm going to say that tucked in his his backpack or somewhere in, in his clothes, he has a small, um, like, C4 block. Just, just a straight-up bomb. Um, All right. Because I think that's something he would probably have brought with him if they had any. Um, been saving it. Yeah. So he's actually going to, as Bernie is starting to get people out of this house, if he has time, he's going to run over to the wall because um, he's thinking, I can't send people down into the battlefield. I need to get them out of Ravenholm. 
So he's going to use this um, C4 charge to make a hole in the wall that they can run out the north end and run around and then hopefully we can keep these creatures occupied inside the city until they leave or inside the town um, so I'm going to plant that run to maybe a safe distance and <laughs> another explosion and yep. fire in the midst of this total chaos Yep. alright I want you to make um, what are your stats again I have plus 4 to combat and physical Two intelligence, and then Arcana is just a straight roll. My AC is eight. I'm going to get you to roll an intelligence check for clearly communicating to these very panicked people that yep. you want them to go out that way, yep. and that that's not just another danger. Yeah. Uh, you can see Bernie is trying to help you direct people. Um, he does not look in a good way himself. He looks very blackened and burnt, like he has narrowly escaped being uh, grabbed, dragged, and eaten by one of these things. Um, I'd like to support BJ's roll down in the kind of the main field area uh, doors are being kicked open as mirror versions of Ernest are stepping into rooms and he thought that we were directing everyone to the manor house because like there's no way we're directing them into the battlefield that's happening at the gate yeah. so he's just like go to the manor house go to the house go to the house like, you're just, just shooing multiple people. versions of him walking around doing like the, pr- the plane directions just boop 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 <laughs> that way directing people so I'd like to add uh, to wherever your role is well despite the fact that I'm the the leader of this colony. I only rolled a five. Well, I'd, I'll roll for mine. Unless that gives me advantage. I don't know. Oh, I, 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 three to yours. Okay. Because um, only a small amount of people. Right. Down, With a so six, eight. the people who are in the house currently, the the maybe 15 people <clears throat> that are here, yep. they will leave that way. Yep. So I guess he stands by the hole and he's like, <coughs> everyone get out. Yep. yep. As you do we so. City clear. <clears throat> yep. The town. As you do so, Alistair, uh, it takes you just a second, but you hear a sound and you're trying to register what it is. It's it's a rumbling, it's a guttural rumbling kind of sound. And for a second, you're like, is that an earthquake? Quad is that? Bike? Yeah, is that an engine? Is that a motor? And then there is an almighty crash as another one of these dragons, this six, seven times the size, rolls through the wall about a hundred meters further down the hill from you. And you can see that um, more of these, these sort of salamander-esque dragons are clinging to it. Mm. This seems to be the mama. This is the big one. Alistair shifts his weight, brings up his gun, brings up his knife, he's like, I've just discovered what my job is in this fight. And he's like, this one's mine. And he, after getting the last of the people through the, the hole and out, uh, he starts running back down the hill. It gives this rumbling, hollow earth shaking roar. Its mouth opens wide. You can see the fangs. You can see the sort of boiling lava like spit. And then there's a as the spines along its back and a frill around its neck extend, making it even bigger, and it kind of shakes and rattles, and this thing launches forwards at you. Down back in the kind of main clearing of town, which I'm imagining is, it's kind of equal, because it's quite a big area of land. I'm imagining 
the creature was about 100 meters away from the the stone house. I'm imagining it's like 200 or something like that. Up, up the hill. Up the hill. So uh, sees it break in, and him, it looks a lot smaller from this distance. It's like, oh, he can handle that. Um, and he uh, spins the... Um, he sp uh, like spins the revolver in his hand and he pulls back the hammer as more of these creatures are breaking through. It's just... <sighs> what was the so theme song for Happy Days? Oh, I can't remember it. And he swipes along his shoulder and as he swipes along, he pulls along the poncho. Like as if he's pulling it around from like a cape. He pulls it around and it appears as it swings along and he's now fully wearing the golden poncho and the it like shines brightly and he spins it back around as Randy comes up beside him holding the lantern. You have a one-liner? I'm out of bullets. Shit. <laughs> it's a shame for these guys. They'll have to die slower. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's go. <laughs> so Alistair runs towards this thing. Um, not no like second to flinch he just runs straight straight towards it locking eyes with it as its neck frills out um, and he takes a few steps and he just says my town my people and takes a flying leap off the low cobbled wall that edges around the, the hedges of the stone pebbly resistance jumps into the air as there is a horrendous ripping tearing sound as for the second time in two days or one day 24 hours 24 hours yeah second time in 24 hours um his his jacket is ripped from behind as these massive black feathered wings erupt from the back of his from the middle of his back i guess mm -hmm. as he soars into the air straight for this dragon Okay, intelligence? I guess so. Uh, well, yeah, it would be... Uh, that's an 11. With an 11, you... The stories are all the same. Dragons have an underbelly. Yep. Cool. Yeah, you have... But to do that, that means you have to get past its head with the, uh, the acid, the kind of burning cindery lava-y acid spit. You gotta get past the frills of, of moving skin and the claws and got to try and get to its belly. But Aubrey, I can fly now. Yeah, that's up top, BJ. That's so, over. Yeah, that's I can, over. I, I can also, like, I can buzz the tower. I can... <laughs> All right, so I'm going to make... I have my Glock on me, on my 9 mil. So I'm of make... course you Anyway, do. so I pull out my Glock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nice like... dragon. I pull out my Glock. Alistair, like, jumps in the air. <laughs> Boom, the wings cut. <laughs> The wings come out as this big hero moment and then he dives back into his mind and there's all like medieval music playing and like scrolls of this is how you defeat the dragon. He's like, so anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make two separate attack rolls on its eyes. Okay. Bang, bang. Not a great start. Oh, wait, but I'm really good at fighting things. Um, that's a nine to hit. Uh, a nine will hit it. Oh, yeah. But because of its armor, that's going to be a half damage. Okay. I'm, I'm aiming for its armored. eye. 
So I, I know, know, but yeah. I don't. I don't think a nine. It blinks and the bullet bounces <laughs> off. I think because of the frills and the fact that it is actively trying to spit at you, It'd you can hit it in the face, but yep. you're not going to get it directly in the eyes. I would say with a twelve, you. Same with the underbelly. Um, it would take like a 12 to get it somewhere where it's really vulnerable and you're not going to hit armor. It's still going to hurt it. Um, so right. well, half I'll, damage. I'll use my second attack to also shoot at its its eye or its face. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a 14. Okay. So the first shot maybe takes it kind of in the... Mm -hmm. Almost like the corner of the eye. I'm also flying, which I'm not very used to. So yeah. <laughs> it takes a while to get my um, eye in. And the second one hits it in the eye. All right. What's your damage? Cool. Um, for a... Do you have the weapon sheet, Aubrey? I do not have any sheets. Pew pew. Mm. Pew pew. <laughs> Alright, while I, you're finding your damage, meanwhile, yeah, Ernest? Uh, Ernest is uh, running up the hill and he's got his finger like this and he's spinning like the gun on the fingers. Beyblade, Beyblade. He catches it and he is going to shoot at the one kind of leading the pack. Yep. Uh, they kind of do that. that wide stanced the kind of alligator running they kind of thrash forwards fast uh, it has a 10 I don't know what the kind of sphere of like the uh, damage is because we haven't uh, really deliberated on this but Ernst's gun now has a different level of power I think we discussed it's psychic damage yeah Yeah, that's 11 alright you uh, spin click and you fire and the bullet which it's not a real bullet. It's kind of a mental... It hits it, or it... it uh, how do I say this? There is no visible projectile, mm -hmm. but there is an impact into its head, neck, shoulder that stops it in its tracks and kind of... It's almost like it hits an invisible wall and crunches and grinds into the ground. It's trying to get up and shake itself and uncrick its neck and its arm it's looking not happy it's looking like that really took a chunk out of it but it's still the first of the three is still coming yeah okay uh 12 you said yeah so how much 12 12 11. damage 11. Damage. 11. Okay. I think nine plus two um okay and as they're running up Ernst is going to uh clap his hands together and do the thing with like the middle fingers of and as he does it from each side, two Ernests like uh, appear and start running alongside. They're also doing the They're like doing, the finger thing. It's like when you like uh, shake a pencil as yeah. well. It's like two Ernests come out from the other. <laughs> Squiggly boys. <laughs> um, and they're uh, running up, and one runs, and he stamps his foot down on like the um, uh, springs of a um, a rake. And like swings up and he catches it. And as he catches it, it becomes a, is a microphone. And he says, now what's the deal with dragons? And he's going to try and incur their wrath upon him by saying <laughs> dragon jokes. So I would like to try and draw their attention like towards speaking me. dragon racial All right, well slurs. Then that would be like an intelligence roll, surely. Or oh, I guess it's more for your magic. That's a, one, a natural one. So he gets hit with the rake. <laughs> What's the deal with dragons? He's hit in the mouth. Oh. And the other one is like, oh, are you okay? So now both the two of us are behind Ernest and Randy as they're running up towards the other dragon. Right. Checking on him. What is Randy doing? Um, 
Uh, well, I think I said that the shotgun was out of ammo, so he's gonna th <laughs> he's gonna throw the shotgun. I did roll for ammo, by the way, and I only had three shells. Okay. And I've definitely used them all up by now. Yep. So Just shooting into the ceiling to get attention from people. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he actually hit it. Either. It's like bang, bang, bang. I've got you now. Click, damn, and then he just like throws it. All right. I think that's like a, a blunt. blunt yeah, it's yeah. a blunt object. Hold on. Let me let me actually get the weapon catalog out and like keep it out. Weapon catalog. No. No. Uh, so I guess I roll to hit. Now, mm -hmm. uh, we discussed this before the start of the last episode, dear listeners. Uh, thank you all so much for coming. Buy my merch. Um, <laughs> subscribe to my Twitch. <laughs> Darktides.com slash money, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's how you do that. Um, Randy, just in case you're interested, he has 40 health. Um, he does a D20 damage. No pluses. So he might do really good or really bad. Um, and he gets advantage on everything. I guess advantage. Oh, sorry, I wrote this. I told you this yes. yesterday. Last episode, you're like, I don't have a, a sheet for it. Yeah. It's like, oh, you don't it's need all right. one. Um, and I assume that's advantage on everything that I, I would decide Randy would be good at. Yeah, like, because Randy's yeah, just a nuts dynamo. It doesn't make any sense. I rolled two elevens, so he. Uh, that's yeah. That's an eleven to hit, I guess. Um, which I assume would hit whatever this drag yep. is. Uh, nine. Three damage. <laughs> three damage. I think I think the answer to that is that Randy goes to throw the gun. Yeah. Like he was just like gonna over yeah. overarm lob it and he yeah. kind of stops, hefts it kind of in his hand, holding it like by the middle of the barrel. Yeah. And then he like takes a very deliberate like three big steps forward and then throws it like a javelin <laughs> and the, it does a whole but, lot less but the, yeah well but the problem is he's just really just thrown a pipe with some wood on the end of the dragon <laughs> yeah. and it kind of like smacks it in the head and it hisses at him and spits fire ah, now does randy get two attacks um would that be overkill for him i feel like that's overkill for randy considering yeah. ernest and alistair only have two uh, all right well he's just gonna laugh at it and try and do some uh, some psychological damage like <laughs> fool <laughs> you hit with a shotgun. How's it feel? So now, um, effectively, Randy is weaponless. Yep. Um, all right. Mm, you don't know that. Well, three of them are going to take attacks on Ernest. Um, I would like to roll something. No. Okay. Your turn's over. What did you want to do? Kind of true, bro. He's got you there. All right. Um, the first of the three, the least, the one that has yet to be injured, launches itself at the Ernest that is seemingly distracted, which is the one with the rake. Gets a two, uh, as it would. So it basically just like passes through them. Uh, with a two, it probably just misses. Like it wouldn't break the immersion if it missed that. Badly. But I think that I think the reason that it misses is that there's they. Yeah, they there. well, the thing is like it just thinks that that Ernest doesn't. Really fast. Ernest doesn't. You know. Alistair usually uh, avoids getting hit by being tough. Like, he kind of... He either, Dodging out of the way. Yeah, he dodges or he bodies it or he whatever. I think it's the same for Ernest. It's not necessarily that the monster just, like, jumps a foot to the left. It's that they do okay. something to get out of the way. And so, is that just a... It passes through them? Do they do something? Yeah, there's no physicality. Okay. I think it just launches through them, kind of like a cat pouncing... And it's very confused on the other side because it's just like passed through them. Wow! And Am it's I kind of strong. It's got little smaller versions of the th um, of the frills that kind of come up, but it's like coming up, and it kind of stops, <laughs> wiggling the frills because it's confused. The the uh, swings round. Oh, he drops the rake and swings it back up and tries to catch it again. <laughs> I haven't finished the turns yet. There's two more dragons. <laughs> it's another one. <laughs> Hits himself again. It's just 
Ah! Aha! Oh! Very good. All right, Nat one. The one that was injured is going to try to get up, but it's too hurt. It, it, okay. It's kind of crashed to the ground, and you look like you've paralyzed or you've maybe broken um, its, its kind of right foreleg. And so with a one, it's just not able to get up. It kind of tries and then launches. Um, it kind of tries to, like, hock some some of the the fire goo at you, but it doesn't quite manage it. Um, so then the one fighting Randy, that's a four. Um, I think it similarly. What uh, I would say it's probably a six. He's not that careful. No. Um, he's more of a big tank. I think with a four... It's more that it's about to spit when Randy throws the the thing, and so it kind of hits it in the face, and it kind of and it just sort of throws up the stuff it was about to projectile spit onto the ground in front of it. Yep. So that's a, a pretty <laughs> cool. All right, uh, back to Alistair. What damage did Alistair do? Uh, okay, so with his two shots. I did. Uh, I did eleven damage right. total between the two. Yeah, it roars at you. Um. And you can see that one eye is sort of now half closed. It keeps trying to open it, but has to close it again. So it's gonna, it's gonna struggle a little bit harder to pin you down this way. Okay. Uh, what are you gonna do? Hmm. Okay. Um. I guess I will. I suppose what I want to try and do. So I've got his attention now. Obviously, if I didn't mm-hmm. already. Um. I guess ideally I want to get it out of the town. That would be the first thing. Yep. So I guess I will fly up. Bang, bang, and then over its head and, like, land on top of the wall to try and get it to attack me, and then I'll, like, jump back to get it mm-hmm. out so at least I can fight it out in the open. All right. Um, as you fly over the top, it's going to take an opportunity attack to try and, like, launch up to grab you. Okay. Um, That's an eight. An eight, I believe, matches my armor class, unless my armor class has been improved recently, but I don't think so. I don't believe so. All right. With an eight, it's... It's because it's matching your armor class. It'll do damage, but it'll do half damage, I think, um, since it's kind of... I think I think we said that was generally the rule, right? Yep. I don't remember. Matching armor class, half damage. All right, damage. that's five damage. It doesn't grab onto your body, but it snatches one of your wings. So mm. you, as you kind of... You fly up, you get some height, you take your two shots, and then you kind of uh, tuck your wings to swoop it to go down and over mm-hmm. um, and just as you're breaking out of the swoop your wings kind of flick out to, to carry you up that's when it launches Okay, and it misses you you kind of roll off it but it catches the corner of one of your wings and rips and so you feel you feel the five points of damage but you're still mobile yeah um, okay. you're kind of knocked off course but you're not uh, it hasn't caught you alright um, so I will like swoop up and try and land on the on the thing again um, and then I guess I'll just go for another shot at the mm-hmm. head because I'm just trying to make it mad yep. to make it. It is. It's. It, you have its it, full attention now, um, and because it's making so much noise, many of the other dragons in the area are <laughs> turning back to this because they're kind of. You, it's one of those things. You're not entirely sure. It's not a distress call, but there's a certain pack mentality that's going on here, it's and whether it's a saying that there's a meal, like. Yeah. This one's going to kill something and then there's something to eat. Uh, as it kind of turns, it was kind of halfway through the wall or just through the wall when you first attacked it. As it's kind of turned to follow you, it crashes through another section of wall and as it turns, it flicks this long spiny tail 
um, that crashes through yet another section of wall and through one of the houses um, as it kind of leaps you. But you can see it's kind of, it's still flaring um, this sort of frill around its neck. It's hissing and biting. You can see that there's blood from the bullet wounds kind of running down its nose and into its jaws and things. It's, it's hissing and snapping. Okay. Um, does that swooping down, landing on the wall, does that count as my first action? Or I think it counts as your action? movement. Okay, so I would so say you should have another action. Yeah. Cool. Um, in that case, I guess I'll just, if it's not going to come straight for me, I might as well just try and go for it and just mm-hmm. rather than drawing it out. So uh, I just run for it. I get the dagger ready. I can maybe holster the gun or swap the gun to my other hand. Get the dagger ready. I'm going to run towards it. And then when I get close, I'll throw the dagger in to try and... Underneath it? Yeah, like hopefully if it rears up towards me, I can throw that in. Because mm-hmm. if it tries to attack me, I'm not worried about it because I can just move out of it. Um, which is a 12 to hit, a natural 12. Yes, that'll cool. get it. Um, and then we said to 12. 15 damage. Is that in the underbelly? Yeah, that's doubled. Cool. Because that okay. was the 30 damage. takes half damage. On its on its kind of scales, but it's gonna because that's the yep. the way you balance it out. It's gonna take double when you do get it. Cool. Underneath. Okay. Um. So thirty damage, I guess. Cool. He's like, huh? I wonder if this will work. And then I guess it goes in and just screams and like, yeah. Okay, that worked. It, it bellows. Yeah. Uh, it's actually that loud that it's sort of the the ground shakes. This thing is very large. It is very close to the ground as well. Cool. Um. Right. When it roars in pain you kind of see the the muscles in the the neck and the throat undulating with the vibration of it mm-hmm. um all right all right um that's the end of my turn i think Ernest, cool uh Ernest is continuing to run up the hill he's going to take another shot at one of the two creatures that's yep. still ahead uh uh unnatural 13 yep and he will do 18 damage. All right, that kills it outright. Uh, Ernest uh, blasts this one, and it kind of uh, one side just explodes into chunks and like lands and slides on the ground. And he immediately drops to one knee, pointing two fingers up, and he whistles as he brings the hand down, pointing towards the third one that's going Randy, going. And he's going to try and direct Sherman to take a shot at the one that's going at Randy. All right, yeah, Sherman has been running along the walls taking shots. With He has a crossbow as well. Um, yeah. Sherman, that silly boy. Uh, with the 10, Sherman will hit. And Sherman will be 2d6. Which is seven points of damage. So the one that is, it was kind of like had spewed this stuff in front of it. <laughs> yep. And it's like shaking off the fact it's just been like hit right on the tip of the nose the way like if you like bop a dog and it goes Wah. yeah sneeze. <laughs> it's like yeah it's kind of what it did when randy hit it with Flame a sneezing through a shotgun in its face yeah. um it kind of goes and then as it gets shot right um through like one side of the cheek and it's like mouth is half pinned open which i'm going to say means that it can't spit fire mm-hmm. and it roars and it kind of it sort of shakes its body in a way where it's like backing up um, like thrashing and backing up trying to shake this thing out of its mouth that is pinned in there um, and you can see blood kind of spattering out as it does this Yep. and I would like to 
Uh, see if this works. I would like to try and pass just to chuck the gun to Randy for his go. Okay. Works. Is that a combined roll? It's an eight to chuck to you. I would say if you, if between the two of you, you get more 12. than a twelve, mm-hmm. a twelve or more. If Randy rolls a one, that's a nine. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, points, shoots, and he chucks the gun up. Randy, mm-hmm. catch. Thanks. He's got it. That gun safety. <laughs> and this isn't loaded. Just shoot. And it's not. All right. He just puts it to his tail. <laughs> yeah, he's I like swear clicking it. He's like, it's not loaded. <laughs> it shoots when I want it to shoot. Shoot all right, it. All right, all right. He he, he um, points it at. Is there whatever the? So list there's two. There's two still. There's, there's one the one. There's one that's taken about. Uh, it's taken a really good whack of damage, but it's kind of disabled. It's mm-hmm. it's not able to move very much. It's trying to back away from you. Okay. So sort of hissing and frilling, and the uh, other one that's sort of thrashing and bleeding. Randy points the gun, closes his eyes, puts his hands over his eyes, and pulls the trigger. <laughs> Alright, that would do. Oh, well, you got a roll to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if he still gets advantage, that's an 11 to hit. And that's another 18 damage. Alright, you kill that one. So it's now only the one that, um, that Ernest had hit outright. Cool. Um, right. First I'm time. Can I imagine where it shoots? You had, you had broken its, its arm. Yeah. Well, it was the one that's uh, looking at the two fake Ernests. Um, no, that's the one that you killed. Oh, okay. In the, with one. Okay. Um, I'm kind of imagining when it shoots, it like blasts through them and then just dirt like explodes up behind them and like chunks of grass. <laughs> Which Randy doesn't see. Yeah. He's like, it didn't work. It doesn't have kickback. Give it back. Ernest <laughs> takes it. Okay. Oh, you hit it. Good job. <laughs> uh, well, I guess that's Randy's turn. I do have a plan to deal with the other one, but we'll come right. back to that on my turn. Um, back to Alistair. All right. Alistair's going to flick forward. And in an instant, he's holding the knife again that's still stuck in its stomach. And he's just going to both hands and just rip down between the scales of the back. Um, All right. And I guess I'll just... Just roll damage for that because you're already there and the knife is already in it. So am I rolling D12 plus three or just D20s? Do the D12, but it'll be double damage again. Yeah. Uh, six, so twelve, and then I'll just use my second attack to do the same thing. Yep, because I'm just trying to take it out as quickly as I can. That's a uh, one with uh, plus three, so four, so eight damage. All right, so twelve and eight. Twelve and eight. Yep. All right. So with an extra twenty damage, uh, you kind of replicate the same normal, the same amount of damage that you had done the first time, but at the end of this sort of down stroke across its mm-hmm. belly, you hit a rib bone. Okay. Um, it kind of prevents and you kind of, you feel that the blade kind of bites in and sticks and you realise you've done a, a, a fair whack of damage, there's blood, this thing is howling, but you are kind of stuck here. You're either going to have to let yes. go of the blade or you're going to risk being crushed. Very immediately. Yes. Okay. Um, well, if I can't, is it is the blade jammed into the point where I can't just easily pull it out? You would have to make a, a strength check. Okay. Uh, which you can't do this turn because sure. you have already. Well, so you can try and ro- you can try and ride out the rest of this round. Um, given that I can come back to the knife at any time, I think I'll just flap my wings, let go, and just like out right. underneath it. It's going to make flap. another attack at you as you pass it. Yep. It's kind of roared and moved. And now it's crashing down, trying to protect um, this this wound in its in its stomach. Yeah. Um, that's a ten to hit. Uh, yeah, that hits. All right. 
as you flap out, similarly to the to the first time, mm-hmm. as it's kind of crashing down, it brings one of its paws and it smashes you out of the air onto the ground in front of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to be uh, four points of damage. It's more the impact that you make, not so much the getting hit. Sure. Um, as you can crack your head on the ground. Okay. How much did I take before? Oh, it was five. Five. So you've taken nine total out of your 32 hit points. Good. Good. Very good. Alrighty. Um, at this point, Ernest, you um, you see the, the, the dragon rearing up and roaring, and you can see as it roars, the fires all around just seem to swell. Um, not that they're magically linked to this creature in any way, but it's more like the air Ball movement through these lungs yeah. is like pulls air in and then pushes air back out and you can just see all of the flames flare um, you can also see that the last of the townspeople seem to be getting out some certainly have been killed but the bulk seem to have been saved you don't know where Sherman is he seems to be he seems to have eyes on you um, but you also don't know where Puck is currently yeah. um, right well I'm going to do my round I'm just going to set up other people so Ernest is going to kind of spin in place, kind of hoping Sherman is kind of behind, and he's going to gesture at his eye, mm-hmm. signifying to go for the eye. He's going to, as he's turning around, press the, the gun into uh, Randy's chest, and he's going to swing with his arm as they're getting closer, the lantern, and he's going to throw it along the ground, and I'm going to try and get it underneath the creature to then create... A, uh, a zone of the protection so that Alistair can reappear back there cool. and stab it again without it being able to crush him. Okay. Well, so that you've you've kind of in this fight progressed far enough up yep. the, the hill that you are make a you make a um, I guess it'd be a strength check to throw it that far and that accurately. Unnatural twelve. Okay. Cool. Um, so he skids along, hopefully set up Sherman, given Randy a chance to protect him, and Ernest is going to sink to his knees. Uh, like sinks to the ground, crosses his legs, slams his, his hands together, and closes his eyes, and is going to ignite the um, the lantern. Mm-hmm. So he, he's going to be out of the fight, like just keeping focus on that round. keeping the lantern and going and being out power the gun. But that also means that you are not protected physically. Well, I've given the gun to Randy. Yes. You're you're yeah. trusting your yeah. Okay. Um. Okay then. Well. Cool. Randy has one one dragon in front of him that is uh, it doesn't seem to know whether it's trying to run or whether it's going to fight yet um, you can hear the roar and the crash and you see um, Alistair get swatted out of the air mm-hmm. and then the the shield kind of expand which kind of rocks the the largest dragon a little as this thing kind of half underneath it kind of expands and pushes it mm-hmm. um, and so it's kind of semi trying to slide or push back off this so what's Randy going to do alright um, firstly before I make an attack uh, he's going to look at the one that's scared mm-hmm. um, and he's going to take his sunglasses off <gasps> and he just looks at it and goes boo and I just want to make a just a straight up Randy intimidation roll to make it run away <laughs> alright we'll both roll if I roll lower than you um, we'll say that that works okay 
well, he gets advantage, so 11. I got an 8. <laughs> it's Ooh. like... It's flicking. It's it's like it's trying to do the same thing, kind of. It's like yeah. got its its frill going. It's hissing and spitting, um, and when it does that, it kind of start <laughs> slows down, stops, and then it just like turns tail and starts wiggling away, trying kind of using its its broken arm as best it can. All right, it's going to disappear into another one of the buildings. Uh, I'm gonna just turn to Ernest and see. Yeah, obviously him sitting on the ground with his eyes closed. I'm like, okay, yep. that's probably what I'm supposed to do now. Um, and is there is there anything coming for him? Yes, there is. Great. Um, let me just roll for that. Oh dear. I was like, a d6 is reasonable, so that's six. Okay. Um, which means that as this one disappears, Randy's like, <laughs> nice. I around. did it, and then there's six more of them well, like, behind him, coming over the building. Like two of them on the building ruse um, are hissing, uh, and like yeah, he's the, it's kind of the, it's kind of the raptors in Jurassic Park. They've surrounded him while he's been busy with this one. All right, um, I would like to make an attack. I guess I'll just use the gun and like, yeah, you can make I'll an attack, and and Sherman will make an attack. I reckon yeah. now. Like because it's just activated across the front, he should be able to do like the hip fire. Just he can take blast, He I can think. use your. Uh, I'll my give a- him my action. I'll give him one of your actions because your my action is yeah. currently being used yeah. to like power the lantern. But you can have a two attacks basically. Okay. Say, um, will he be able to fan the gun or just two straight attacks? Two attacks. Yeah. Cool. Rather right. than fanning. I'll roll you down. Um, Sherman. Um, unfortunately, Sherman takes a shot. Uh, Ernest, I don't know how aware you are of your surroundings while you're no, in his eyes are closed. Right. Um, He's probably in the dreaming realistically, like trying, yeah, like I imagine yeah. in the dreaming, like trying to like <laughs> fan the lantern in the dreaming. Just to, like, a campfire. <laughs> yeah, there's waves in the dreaming oh. too. Okay, which it's is like, partially this doesn't help. And Al's like, Haha, you're supposed to help. Al is, oh, Al, yeah. Al is like on a little, on a, like a little. Pool <laughs> the both of them like crouching down. Al is like. Like a flamingo. Inflatable. Yeah, like an inflatable thing. It's like, ha. Um, I am. I do not wish to bring this up now, but I am beginning to sink. I didn't realize that was possible. <laughs> it's mostly. Help I think me. it's mostly. Help me out, all of this is like the visual representation of, of Ernest's stress, but there's like an air puncture in the, in the flamingo that's like making it sink. <laughs> um, okay. Randy, you, you turn I, around. Hold on a sec. Um, <clears throat> and you're like, ah, I remember what Ernest did. And you start making the gestures that Ernest was making for Sherman. Mm-hmm. And you hear, ba-ding! And you you um, just catch as a crossbow just flies straight over your head. And you look and you see Sherman being basically body tackled off of a wall by one of these things. And you hear a scream from Sherman as uh, there's a flick of fire as well. So, uh, for at least this round, you are not going to have any aid. Okay. So, it's cool. Randy versus six. Heck yeah. Um, does an eight beat their armor class? Yes, an eight an eight meets their armor class. Okay. So, I, I rolled, for my advantage, I rolled three eights and a one. So, both of those attacks are eight. Um, and then Chester gets to roll damage, I guess. Yes, yeah, so it's eight damage. Is that half there for meeting their armor class? Yeah. That's yeah. the first one. Okay. And so, the second one. So, four damage for the second one. The other one, uh, 12. 12. Okay. Um, wait, sorry. So six. Six and then 12? Or? The first one was an six. eight, so it did four damage to it because okay. it matched, did you match the other one, Summer Class, as well? They, I rolled eight for both. Okay, so then six. So eight, uh, four and six. 
Okay. A um, the first one kind of launches itself forward at you, and you put two bullets, um, which really it kind of hits it like almost like a cannonball in that mm. there's a hell of a lot of impact, but not piercing damage. This is kind of like blunt force trauma to these things. Okay. Um, it's just smacking them, and so it completely halts its its launch forward as you take two shots. Okay. Um, I don't have any more actions left, but I do yeah. have something I'd like to do for Randy. Sure. Um, so bang, bang, halts this thing. He sees the other five, like, getting ready to attack. And he looks down at his boots, mm-hmm. which are these tattered leather steel caps with the steel caps like hanging out you can see his socks in there and he just like hits his heels together and spikes come out from the bottom of the boots and he just looks up and he's like crampons baby it's stomping time (laughs) and I guess he gets an opportunity attack on anything that goes yeah if anything hits you you can kind of put yourself in between you and Ernest but if, if anything tries to physically bite you, you'll get an attack opportunity with that. Um, yeah. Alright, now six of them get to attack. No, six. Five. Five of them get to attack. Alright. I'm built different. That's a three. Ha. That's a ten. Ha. Oh. That's an eight. Uh. That's a two. Uh, and that's a two. <laughs> I think that was the right number. Yeah. Anyway, that's close enough. Two. Um, I'm going to say how that works. Mm-hmm. Is that two? Um, one of them launches forwards, um, hissing and spitting. There's sort of the flex of it. Yeah, going. yeah. They don't yeah, seem to be able yeah. to do it all the time. It seems to be like something they've got to save up to use this this fire breath sort of thing. Um, it's going to launch forwards and basically try and go for your thigh. Uh, you're going to get an attack of opportunity, but it will get to hit you first for five damage for Randy. Okay. The second one is going to spit. Um, fire at you, mm-hmm. and that's only a two. Um, you, your kind of it brings his jacket around. Your yeah, big heavy jacket. It, you kind of it gets on you, and you realise that this is a sticky. Uh, it's a molten weird compound. Sugar. Yeah, it's like a molten sugar type of thing, and you kind of it gets you. You burns, and you know it's burning bad, but there's enough momentum that you flick your arm really hard, and you flick off the worst of it onto the ground. Okay. <clears throat> Do I get to do a stomping? You do get to do a stomping. Oh, yeah. Randy. Randy's feeling great today. That's a 10 to hit. Randy has been on holidays for a while. He's all, yeah. he's all, he's all revved up and ready he's to fight. He's the only character who uh, is full health right now. Yeah. Well, he's t- he took well, seven was, points damage. Was before that. Yeah. yeah. Um, what what are the damage for crampons? I'd say it's probably only a D6 at most. Because they're they're a small knife, but it's not an optimal way to use a knife. <laughs> no, no he just thinks just it's clipping. Cool. Yeah, that's what he's that's what he's doing with a knife on the end. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's four damage. Okay. Um, yeah, you you kick this one and you hear it squeal, um, and it's very unhappy. The reason that the other three do not get uh, an attack on Randy is that you hear a crash of breaking glass in one of the nearby buildings and then there is just a pounding of feet and Puck slides into view, uh-huh. uh, Warhammer in both hands, into the uh, rib cage of one of them and knocks it into the other two. 
All right, who's next? Okay. Uh, yeah, there. Randy wouldn't know, but for the listeners, uh, while she certainly does not have any of the same powers as Heath, part of this slide, this massive amount of momentum and weight, and how she steps into the slide and the, holds the um, the warhammer to bring her momentum in. She's kind of mimicking Heath. There's also something about it that, to Aubrey, what re- it reminds me in um, the Wendigo arc when she takes one of the, uh, I think it's like the flashbang or the grenade, and she pitches it like a baseball. It's the same kind yeah. of uh, the precision of her physical coordination is just on point to the point where she's just perfectly moving with the weight and momentum of the weapon. Mm. So she's arrived to defend Ernest because she realises that Ernest is defending Alistair, but Ernest is more vulnerable than Alistair right now. (laughs) Good. All right, back to Alistair. Okay, great. Um, So I've kind of taken a little bit of damage on the way out, fly around in a big circle, and as I look back down, I see, assume, the, the force field. Yeah. And he gets the general idea and... He's gone again, holding the knife under its stomach, and I'm imagining, like, up through this force field somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to try and pry it free so I can make it... Yeah, strength check. Stab. Beat a seven. All right. Uh, no, it doesn't make it. Okay, then you're kind of in the same position. You have another... Act- Actually, you do have two actions, so you could yeah. try it again, or you could choose to do something else. Um, well, there's, there's a large gaping wound in it. Yep, there right. is certainly so two. Can I just shoot that? Yeah, I'd can say that works. Through that? Yeah. Uh, cool. I can do that. That's a 10 to hit. A 10 will hit. I'm going to say you can do... You won't do double damage. You'll do a single. But you're not also going to get the penalty because you are getting it in the underbelly. But you also didn't beat the 12. Actually, no, that's not true. You are at the underbelly, and you're. Kind of I'll give you the. Through. I'll give you yeah. the double damage. There. Okay. Um, the gun doesn't do as much damage as my knife does, so that kind of works out. Oh. Eight damage. Okay. So double sixteen. Okay. Um. Um. Cool. And then Alistair remembers. Oh yeah, I I can just do this and then just makes the knife disappear and reappear in his hand it's like why, why didn't I just do that before um, and then I'll just stab it's him it's been a big knife. day yeah it's been a big day he's not feeling very well mm-hmm. uh, so that's a 14 hit yep and damage 15 15 15 damage okay so 30 again mm-hmm. wow he's, he's rolling good today alright you realise as you stab again that you hit something vital this mm. time. You don't quite know what, but imagine he kind of like shoots the hole and then just like reaches yeah. his whole arm in and like starts chopping. You don't know what you've hit exactly, but you can kind of tell. There's something in the muscles give in a way that tells you this creature probably has one more round in it. Yep, and it's probably it knows that too. Yeah, and it's going to prioritise. Killing, killing me you, yep. as much as it possibly can in that last round. Yep, fair enough. Uh, so you're currently under it mm-hmm. in this sort of underbelly. What it's going to do is it's going to try and haul itself. It's basically going to roll. Okay. It's going to tuck one arm, roll on its Body shoulders, 
Uh, no, to get you out from underneath it. And it's just going to empty all of this built up kind of burning ichor down at you on you as much as it possibly can as okay. kind of a last ditch attempt. So this will be a roll against the shield. Then. This will be a roll against the shield. Okay. Um, so I'm going to roll. Uh, it's kind of an area of effect. So I'm going to roll damage. And it's more about how much damage can your shield take. Um, how do you know how much damage your shield can we take? We never worked out. I'll now just count the roll. All right, I'm gonna roll two d20s. You can roll two d20s, and we we'll just see who gets higher. Oh dear. Twenty-one. Thirty-five. Okay. Oh. Well, thirteen plus eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what I'm gonna do anyway. is. I'm going to say that the way that works, Alistair, mm-hmm. you realize that this is what's happening. I imagine he'd bring the wings up. You bring Over the wings himself, up right? and you realize because you used your turn to attack, which in which you killed it effectively, mm-hmm. um, you don't have time to throw the knife yeah, and teleport away. I I so you realize that. that you are going to have to rely on Ernest's shield. Mm-hmm. Ernest, you kind of realize this too. You, in the dreaming, you're completely devoid of what else is going on. In the dreaming, a wave begins to rise up, and you can see it about to crash down over you. You like rip the hole in the flamingo bigger and use that like to try, air to try it. <laughs> no, stop! I'm sinking. Um, and the wave crashes down and swamps you. Alistair, this wave of molten, burning lava crashes down on the gold sphere, the bubble of the lantern, and you can see it eating its way in. Mm -hmm. Alistair, as you kind of jump backwards inside the bubble, as the bubble caves and crushes in just under too much pressure and too much heat, You are uh, splattered with the stuff. You can feel it burning through your clothes, burning through your wings. You can mm. feel it getting uh, all over you, and you, your body just gives out. And you begin to crash backwards as the shield collapses, as this molten, burning, sticky ichor flows around you, mm. and you're about to be consumed. Ernest, what are you doing? Uh, Ernest feels the the wave kind of crashing over him. And for the first time in the dream, he is like fully submerged in it. And as he's kind of like uh, being flushed back by the water, he sees Allah like also in the water going <laughs> backwards with like the entirely uh, deflated flamingo. <laughs> he goes off into the distance and is gone. Um, and yeah. sees the, the lantern kind of floating above him. And he pauses. And he blinks. And he's standing back on top of the, the water. And it's like, no. I'm the one in charge here. And he claps his hands yeah. together. Says, I'm the chair. And he extends out his arms again. And the lantern explodes out with another field again. And pushes the molten uh, stuff out. Off again. And also probably pushes Alistair out. Alistair out again. And he like uh, lands on a pile of grass away from a burning 
kind of structure. And he uh, Ernest wakes back up and he extends his arms out as the field expands out over the creature and like fully encompasses it within the field. And he claps his hands together and the field zoom, taking the creature with it and crushes the creature in this kind of smaller field and yeah. just crunch with its own lava you bring the lava in, there. in and it gets into yeah. the wounds and it was it was not gonna it was not gonna survive what Alistair had done to it but this way you prevent it hurting anyone else or making any last ditch attempts to kill Alistair again <laughs> Alistair is not thrown very far no, no. Alistair is thrown about four or five meters yeah. out of the out of the way. Ernest immediately kind of slumps to one knee and he points. Randy gets his jacket off. Yeah, Puck is also racing. Uh, I think Randy would try and pick up some water because yeah. Alistair is probably I on imagine fire. it's just burning through and like deeper and deeper. Yeah. Um, and I think the wings are gone now. They've like disappeared as he got thrown backwards. Uh, so Randy's going to throw any water that he can find on Alistair and like pull his coat off and like try and roll him in the grass and just get all this yeah. fire off. Puck is is doing the same thing. Yeah, she's scooping dirt to rub into the into the icker to kind of yeah diffuse Stop it the, and cut yeah. off the airflow. Ernest would like to whistle out to Randy and signal for him to chuck the gun to him. Yep. I think Randy would just yep. would do that anyway okay. when he's getting there. Ernest grabs it the and he's going to click the hammer back and he's going to point back and turn around and see if Sherman is okay with the other one. Sherman is not. Okay. Ernest is going to try and take a long shot at the creature. Um, All right. Oh. The, the AC is going to be higher because it's a longer shot. Uh, it's an 11. An eleven won't do it. Only do just. It. it was going to be a twelve. Okay. You do. You do. It affects as a warning shot, and it'll it'll uh, catch the creature's attention as it looks. Um, Sherman, who's been kind of he's underneath it as yeah. this thing is like trying to savage him. Um, you you kind of you see the motion. You don't know exactly what he's done, but it looks like he's probably uh, shoved it or stabbed it or something um, to get and kind of wriggle his way out from underneath it. Um, and as you, you do so, you hear and a crossbow bolt from higher up, you presume Bernie, um, hits it in the side as well, aiding, doesn't kill it. But you see now that with this one dead, the other, the other dragons, they're not leaving, but they're disorientated. They're not, they're not moving the way that they were before. Some of them are fleeing. Certainly some of them are moving back towards the, the largest dragon. Um, and some of them are still engaged in combat with members of the... The, the town guard. Okay. Ernest is going to kind of look around. Randy, take Alistair's gun. We've still got work to do. Leave him with Puck. Let's go! And Ernest is going to run down uh, yep. back into the town towards Sherman. All right. You you find Sherman. Uh, he is badly bloodied. He's not looking in good shape, but he's still mobile and very angry. <laughs> <laughs> His crossbow is smashed to smithereens from the fall, but he has a machete that he's 
now <laughs> wielding with a vengeance as um, between the three of you, you kind of uh, start going from section to section in the town. You help out those people that you can. You kind of gather up a bigger and bigger group until there's about six or seven of you and faced with six or seven, pretty much all of these dragons choose to run instead. I need all the wins. Yeah. Yeah. 